Right. Hello and welcome to a brand new season of the Football Grumble podcast. Um, this is a, a special Premier League predictions podcast. So uh, with me, as always, the wonderful Mr Chris Shanks. Good morning, everyone. Right. So um, before we get into the um, predictions, we just wanted to say basically a, a massive well done to the, the Lionesses. Yeah. Um, Amazing achievement. Bringing football home. Um, uh, and doing it in some, some, uh, some style, yeah. some jeu de vie or whatever that word is. Um, yeah, great yeah they were they were they were brilliant. Uh, it was a it was a great final actually. Um, a real like showcase of like the talent that the that that there is in women's football. Yeah, it's come on leaps and bounds, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And um, this is obviously this is a, this is a this is a start for 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 where they can go and like how big it can get. Record attendance in men's and women's Euros at yep. Wembley in the final, um, you know, and they did like yeah, like I say, some style along the way, beat some like good footballing nations um, by big scorelines, you know, Sweden and Norway, um, the two like sort of standouts, but you know, beating Spain and Germany. I mean, Germany have won was it eight out of eight finals yeah. before that. Um, they were the team to be. And it, and it was a it was a really good end to end final game of two halves. England sort of sort of dominated the first half. Germany more so in the second. But yeah, I mean, great goal the first one as well. Lovely little dink over over the keeper. Was, yeah, um, and the team United player. Yeah, I just just really just wanted to yeah just say just like sell sort of proud they've done the country really. They um obviously they got a lot of stick. Mm. Um. There won't be any change in that, but I think it's a pivotal point in women's football. Really, um, I think people had to, you know, there was no sh- like sort of shooting it down. It was, you know, you have to take that seriously. You know, the the, the sheer interest and that, you, that was there. The quality is sort of undeniable, really. Um, yeah, so I've, I've a great, great, great month for women's football and. Um, you know, a great start to the legacy of England's national team by, you know, I think Williamson said in a post-match interview, you know, that the legacy starts here and it starts with a major trophy. Mm. Um, As you say, it was a journey, wasn't it? It's, yeah. From from the beginning, there was a lot of uh, pessimistic people Yeah. Uh, with, you know, a lot of negative opinions towards women's football. But I think 99.9% of people were watching that. You know, football fans were watching that on uh, on, on Sunday, so it was uh, it's good yeah. to see. And yeah, as you say, I think it's going to take women's football to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 Gabby Logan said it best when she was signing off. I think, um, what did she say? Um, they think it's all over. No, this is just the beginning, or, yeah. or it's only just begun. Yeah. So that nah, very good. Um, but we we'll, we'll we'll stop it there because uh, we've got a lot know, to talk about. We've got lots and lots and lots to preview and probably make absolute nonsense predictions but we're going to do a team by team sort of prediction and eventually come up with a with a with a table mm-hmm. and then we're going to do go for a punt on top goal scorer player of the season flop of the season one to watch and a the first manager to be sacked which is always a a fun one rooting for someone's ruthless yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so we'll start with arsenal mm start alphabet well Bournemouth, are, I'm not having that, but Bournemouth is supposed to be top alphabetically because of AFC Bournemouth, but yeah. I think that's a disgrace to to the alphabet, to be honest. <laughs> so we'll start with Arsenal. Um, 
Well, this could be a huge year for them. Could well be, yeah. Off the back of a a season which was a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, wasn't it? It started off horrifically. They then managed to put some really good form together, and unfortunately, they just slipped at the final hurdle, didn't they, last season? But they sort of spared up the end. Spared up the end, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got a lot of good things to take away from last season, and it's it, this, this Arteta project. It's certainly. Um, Certainly heading in the right direction. Yeah, he's got the team that he wants now as well. He's built that, you know. When he came in, uh, you know, a few years back, there was still a lot of changes to be made, and yeah. I think he's successfully made those changes now. I, th- I think without the signings that they've made, which we'll get onto in a second, they would still be very much in a, a, a you know a battle for fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the the, the Sackers, Smithers, uh, the guards. You know, these are exciting footballers. Yeah. But to top that and throw in, you know, Vieira, uh, Zinchenko, and probably most excitingly, Jesus. Mm. Uh, that's a hell of business, I think. It is, yeah. It's exactly where they needed to strengthen as well. Which Yeah, it's just really smart, smart signings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I he, he, and he looks the, the goal he got against Chelsea in pre-season admittedly only pre-season it, it, the, it was the way he finished it yeah the little dink yeah, yeah. It, you know it's easy even as footballers to forget like do you know he could have just passed it in hmm. one on one just laid it in and you'd have gone that's a great finish it's the confidence and sort of that's how he's that's how his persona that's how his mentality is at the moment to dink it in that says something else about his mindset at the moment, I think. Yeah, and a, f- a full season of being the main number nine uh, could be huge. I think so. We've seen the quality, haven't we, at, at Man City? It's not like he's ever had a bad city there, is it? No. A bad season there. No, you know, not at all. So it's uh, it's just getting game time for him, which is the most crucial thing. You know, when he first came to English football, um, he had a really positive start, but he was always in the shadow of Sergio Aguero, wasn't he? So uh, I think, yeah, this is his. In my opinion, this is going to be his breakthrough season, and he's he's definitely going to be be one to watch. He's um thirteen league goals. I think this is most he ever got for Man City. Mm. As a squad rotational player, how, how many can he get for Arsenal? I think he can get twenty plus. If he gets twenty plus, do does that get them top four? Yeah, I think he'll be a pivotal part of. Their um, their their race for top four this season, uh, one which I think they'll uh, they'll achieve. Yeah, we've both got them fourth, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's uh, it's just a natural next step after missing out last season. But I think they're they've now got better facilities to be able to to go and go and achieve that. Yeah. I think I suppose I think the only I suppose the only other thing for them is that you know they didn't have European football last year. Mm. Europa League can be, you know, we often see it as a bit of a, a distraction. A distraction, yeah. Especially, sure. especially for them teams that are competing on. You seem like last last season, for example, West Ham, Leicester, they do all right because they're not competing on four four fronts. But mm. a club like Arsenal will want to be competing in every competition. Yeah. That that Thursday night distraction. Yeah, they're, they're not the biggest. They've not got the biggest squad either, Arsenal. No. So you know that that's where they the weakness could yeah. could come in 
but I still think, you know, with the likes of Zinchenko, who naturally will, well, he, he's expected to play a midfield role, isn't he? Um, I would I would think so, because Tierney will play a left-back. He will, but we know what Tierney's injuries have yeah. been like over the last few years. So I think it's inevitable that he will get injured at some point during the season. So, you know, Zinchenko can then slot into left-back, no problem. So uh, they've missed that, 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 that strength in yeah, depth. Cause I think they've got rid of Tavares, haven't they, on loan. He's gone somewhere. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't think where, but he's gone on loan. Lacazette's left. Is that a big loss or just easily... Re- no, I think Lacazette... stepped up with his or something. Yeah, without a doubt, yeah. It's a, um, a big, big quality difference between the two, in my opinion. And they've still got Enketier. who's not a bad striker at all, really. No, he's good. Um, they've brought back uh, Maitland-Niles as well from, from, from Rome, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so I think that's another good... good. Say. He, had, he had a pretty good year out there. Uh, Gwen Doozy's gone out, hasn't he? He's, yeah. he's sold now to, to Marseille. So I think they've, they've made some really good signings. Yeah. They, they, I, sh- they should I, be confident. Yeah, I, I suppose I've still got the same issues that I had at points last season, i.e. Jacques's discipline. Yeah. You know, he can, he, he's gonna, he's a great footballer, we've seen it. I'd, mm. I'd argue more for Switzerland than Arsenal, but he's a, he's a very good footballer. Just worry about his disciplinary... He's a big character. In them he? big games, his, his head can... They can go. We've seen it numerous times where he gets yeah. stupid red cards or just daft yellow cards, and yeah, he gets caught up in the heat at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think uh, that's that's something that that may cost them. But um, yeah, I, I would definitely be very optimistic as a, yeah. as an Arsenal fan this season for sure. Partey as well. He's obviously got injury injuries as well. He has in his locker. I think he's fit now, but I'm just saying he, he's he's um. Is sort of often he seems to be often injured. If mm. they can keep him fit, like I say, we've got that array of attacking talents: Isaka, Smithers, etc. Mm. And now adding Jesus, I I think it could be a great year for him. Yeah, I won't be surprised if they picked up a, a league cup and FA cup again. Um, and and like I say, the fourth Weak, um, weakness other than Shaka, would you say? I just think I still. Cautious of the midfield too, mm. um, but again, like you said, Zinjenko might be playing in that. Vieira, I think he's a he, he plays in there, doesn't he? Erdegaard can drop back. Yeah, depends how attacking they want to be. Um, they've got, like I say, for the first time in a while, they've got good options, good strength in depth, which I think we'll get onto later with their rival spares. But you look, there's a few more teams now with a bit more strength in depth, and I think it makes for a great season. Mm. One player we haven't mentioned is uh, is Saliba as well. Yeah, back from his uh, his loan out to to, to Marseille, so I think uh, he could be. Yeah, he could be really good, especially just to tighten up that that central. Yeah, yeah, these are sort of players you forget about, aren't mm-hmm. they? Right, so we've got Arsenal fourth. We've both agreed on Arsenal fourth. I'm just going to make yep. make note of our Premier League tables. So Chris has gone Arsenal fourth. I've gone Arsenal fourth. So next on the list, Aston Villa. Aston Villa. The word meh comes to mind. You think? Yeah. I just think... See, a lot of people are tipping these as a bit of a sort of dark horse. Based on what? Well, Coutinho, Diego Carlos. 
Oh, I, I've I've no you know doubt with the signings that they've made. I think the two high-profile signings at the beginning in Diego Carlos and Coutinho are fantastic, but I'm just not sure whether Steven Gerrard's the man to to do it. Not not none of the Man United buys coming in. There. Not at all. No, I just I just don't think he's he's capable of taking them to a level another level. I think I, I mean personally, I I, don't, I wouldn't be expecting miracles, but I certainly believe that they'll. Have another very. I think they'll cement this place in the top ten. Yeah, I I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if they got seventh and maybe got a conference league position. I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. I, I don't think it that mm. they will. My my issue is there's that... they've just got they've got so much like. They've, I think they've got quite a decent squad. Little options around the pitch. I totally agree. I think they've got the the depth there, but I don't think that Gerard knows what his starting eleven is. I don't think he knew what it was. At the end of the season, I don't think it was any different to when he first came in. He just he rotates too much, in my opinion, and I think it cost them quite a lot actually towards the end of the season. So he's got to get that right before they can start progressing. Yeah, they were very much a team that would do well for six games and then have a bad six games. Yeah, right? they, 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 yeah. They, they no consistency. There was there. no consistency. No, uh, but the, you know, I like Watkins and Ings that will rotate up front there. Mm. There's goals there. Yeah. Buendia and Coutinho are clearly creative players. Um, that Boubacar Kamara is, um, looks like a decent sign in the middle just to strengthen there. With mm. so Douglas Louise is a bit hit and miss if you look at what Villa fans think. But, you know, John McGinn, they're, so, they're solid, aren't they? They are solid, yeah. Yeah, they've got, as you say, they've got a lot of quality uh, in, in, in all positions, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think they're they'll be a middle of the road yeah team, big big opinion. change there they've took the captaincy off Mings haven't they yeah and they've given it to McGinn I don't know warranted yeah I, I'm, he's well, a leader I'm not, isn't he yeah I'm not I'm, I'm not a huge Tyrone Mings fan no he's clearly a good defender I'm not saying that uh, it's just you know he often gets in the England team and I'm not a fan of that at all he always seems like he's got a mistake up his sleeve when you watch yeah. him. But then, equally, he does have great games. I just, as a, you know, as a, if, as a outlooker, who didn't watch Villa week in week out. I like concert better than Mings. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he, I'd probably play concert and Carlos if that was a, an option. Whereas I think he's been playing Carlos and Mings. But he's a very, he's a very good defender from what you know the European football that I've watched of Sevilla, but. Again, we've seen that happen in the past in the Premier League to different... It's a different animal, isn't it? Not, yeah, yeah. I think it's changing. It's not as physical as it was, but it's still a, it's a big step up. I think it's a higher intensity than yeah, it's and, been. And the quality of teams as well that you're playing week in, week out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, a lot lesser um, across in Spain, I think, at the moment, for sure. Yeah. When, when you look further down the table, anyway. Yeah, you're probably right there. Um, I I haven't really got a lot else to say on Villa. I I still think getting rid of Matty Target was a weird one to Newcastle because mm. I don't think Ding is hugely better. Mm. But this is obviously going back to last year. I think they obviously see it as a big step up. We'll see. Um, who the other big uh, um sort of sales? None really. I mean, who who had over the years has been a big player for them, but obviously he's gone now. He, he yeah. he's been phased out over the years. Trezeguet, 
again, not really fit, didn't really feature last year. And that Wesley didn't really feature last year. So they've not really lost anyone. And they've added. So yeah. to me, that's that's always a good sign. You know, we'll, we'll, again, it's a theme of, of who I think will do well and who I think will be worse than last year is the fact that some teams have strengthened, not really lost, and some people have strengthened, but have also the strengthening just replacing what they've lost yeah, as, as such. They've not only added, they've added well, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so basically, I've got Villa ninth. Yeah, ninth again for me. So, the, well, the interesting thing there is you, you was a bit like meh. Whereas I was quite complimentary. We've still yeah. got them both finishing in the same position. I just think meh for their standards because I can't really think of a weakness in terms of the actual team itself. I just think that until Gerard discovers his starting eleven, his go-to eleven, they're not going to be able to advance into that next that's per, yeah, European yeah, I don't spots. think he knew he wants up front Watkins or Ings does he no so we'll see I think that you know hope, hopefully from you know the Villa perspective they can uh, they can get it together and, and push on for European spots they've certainly got the quality for it yeah I think I think certainly this season for me that next so you've got your top six hmm. I think the next batch for me it's West Ham Newcastle and Villa and um, yes, yeah, I agree. It's it's what clicks first. I think they've all got good squads, and and like like as I've just alluded to, you know, I don't think any of them have particularly lost anyone big, and they've all added a couple of players. Not they've not thrown because that's the other thing you can sign too many players, and I think they've all just added a nice amount of players, the yeah. right amount of quality, in the right amount of positions. Makes so. it easy to gel, doesn't it? Yeah. Right, so Bournemouth next. Okay. Old Bournemouth. Old Bournemouth. Yeah, it could be a long old season. I think it'll be a very, very long season for these. Um, Derby County of years ago, maybe? Not that bad. Not that bad, but I think... What is it? The team? The manager? A bit of both. Mm. I I think Scott Parker really did the very bare minimum in getting that team promoted last year. Yeah. Um, it's not. That, it's not that I don't like him as a manager. I've, I think he's got some good ideas, but automatic promotion should have been the bare. Is the bare minimum of what Bournemouth should have got with the squad that they had and the money that they spent last season. Yeah. And they very, very nearly threw it away. They were cruising, weren't they, for so long? Yeah. So, so that 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 sets off a few alarm bells and red flags in my in my mind. Mm. I don't partic- They haven't really particularly strengthened. Which no, I still see a lot of areas that need improving. You, know, you look at the signings: Ryan Fredericks, Joe Rothwell, Marcus Tavernier. There's no obviously Fredericks from West Ham, but there's no real Premier League pedigree there. Granted, they've not got rid of anyone particularly first team. Uh, Gary Cahill's released. Don't know how much he played last year, but. You know, as a whole city fan, obviously, I, I watched a lot, of, a fair bit of championship. Yeah. Well, I've seen them definitely, seen them all in the flesh, and Bournemouth were a bit. I, I don't, not they didn't stand out. Whereas when Fulham came, I was like, wow, these are prem, this is a Premier League team that we're doing really well to learn mm-hmm. to get beat one nil. Whereas we went away to Bournemouth and won, and I know that's like one off games. It's a forty six game season, so you can't really judge it on that. But they didn't. I don't know. 
there's just something in my head. I think they're. I, I think there's definitely going to be one of the relegate, one of the promoted teams that'll get relegated in Bournemouth for me. Yeah. Just don't cut, don't cut it, don't cut the mustard. That there's just nothing, nothing really redeemable about it for me. It's going to be a real test for Scott Parker as well because he's he's got a lot to prove now. You know, in the sense that he had a tough stint at Fulham. It's his, you know, second bite of the cherry, really, isn't it? It's, you know, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's. I think it's going to be tough for him, but you know, he's he's going to have added motivation this season. To keep him in the league. Just like to sort of back up my point, who's getting the goals out? You know, it's a huge year for Solanke, isn't it? You've got a forward like Kiefer Moore. Not a bad footballer, Jamal. Uh, that I mean, they're the forwards. They're all very much championship standard. Yeah, I mean forwards, aren't they? So I'm just looking. I don't know. I don't know where the real. I might be being very harsh, but to me, it's a championships. It, it's the, it's a perfect sort of should be promoted from the championship, but if to stay up in the Premier League, they needed three or four marquee signings. Mm. I'm not sure Tavernier and and uh, Rothwell are those players. No, no, especially with the quality of the Premier League and it's evolving year upon year. I think they're going to get really, really exposed yeah. against those those big teams. And yeah, it's for what from what I can see, I think it's it's pretty bleak. Yeah, for Bournemouth, and in fact, I think they'll finish rock bottom. Yeah, we've both agreed on that. So that's good. First three teams. <laughs> we've agreed. But it's just hard. I just think it's hard not to. I, just, yeah. I don't know what the redeeming factor is. I don't know what... I don't know what you could say with any real... You know, sort of vigour. Like that, that, What would your case be for them staying up? I haven't got one. That's, <laughs> that's why they're rock bottom. <laughs> I, I just can't... Yeah. They will obviously pick up points. I, I don't think they're as bad as Derby. I think there's some cohesion to the squad. Mm. I think, some, like I say, sometimes not bringing loads of bodies in, um, you know, high turnover can be a bad thing as well. We'll get onto that with Forrest. But there's a middle ground. Yeah, it's you, ve- yeah, it's very much reminds me of the Norwich situation. Other yeah. than actually when Norwich came up, they sold a lot of the best players, didn't they? Whereas, yeah. you know, Bournemouth hadn't even done that. It's like they're just, you know, they were cruising for yeah. so long they've managed to get up into the league and they've not really strengthened no. the other thing to say as well is when they got promoted last year in, in that last in the in the January they signed Todd Cantwell and he's gone back to Norwich yeah and I like Todd Cantwell but again I'm not sure if he's Premier League quality but it's, it's, yeah. it's another player that they've that was playing games and he's not now so I, d- I don't know yeah I, c- I can't really make a case for them no Um. So yeah, rock bottom. <laughs> Poor old Bournemouth. <laughs> well, here's another one then. Second season syndrome. Brentford. Brentford. Mm. Interesting because we, it, at points last season, um, we kept saying that they could go down, and then they free falling, weren't they? And then Ericsson sort of yeah. kick started a sort of a a, a revival. Mm. Yeah, if I'm being totally honest, I was initially a bit pessimistic about Brentford this season and you know we mentioned about Ericsson there that's going to be naturally a big loss for them but they've made a, some good signings this season um, Damsgaard they've got him over the line yet not yet not yet So, but he would be a, 
he'd be a really good signing from what we saw in the Euros last year. A huge and, signing, yeah. And they've got a good manager there in Thomas Frank. I really like him. Yeah. Um, yeah, just some statements of intent. I think they've broke the transfer record fee twice for Hickey and then good old Lewis Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um, ben Mee's a great signing for me. Yeah. Just a bit of solid Premier League experience. Um I still, I, I still think they'll be in the bottom half, because mm. um, that, that second season syndrome thing, it, it, it's real. It is real. You know, there's no two ways about it. You know, it doesn't mean they always go down, but it means that they sh- they find it harder the second time round. You only have to look at Leeds last season. Um, you're right, Ericsson. I think they would. I think they would have got relegated if it weren't for Christian Ericsson last season. Without a doubt. So him going is a big thing, but it's not like they haven't replaced him. So it'll be an interesting season. I will say I've put Keen Lewis Potter in my fantasy team. Have you really? And it's not just because I'm an old City fan. I think I think there was two reasons. One, if 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 he's your record signing, you've got mm. to think he'll be playing. Oh, without a doubt. And I think they've got a relatively decent start. And I think that's him. You know with. Obviously, it's a 38-game season, but momentum is important in football. If you've been winning games against a team that haven't been winning games later on in the season, that that affects. Yeah. You know, it's the same reason you say if you don't want to play in a, a team when they've just got a new manager. It's the, them sort of things. So if Brentford can start well, like they did last season, yeah, then the issue is last season they were very unpredictable, weren't they? Because as a new, you know, new boys in the league. Yeah, and also when I say good fixtures Leicester on the way on the opening day could be here or there depends what you think of Leicester this year mm-hmm. then I think they have got an argue, obviously I've got an argue game with United at home but then it's Fulham away Everton at home Palace away I think they're yeah. all teams that they should be hoping to pick points up pick from. points up yeah, from so definitely it's it there's not any doom and gloom games really there is there no the like I say Man, there's none of Man United are the ones that if you're going to play a top six team they might be the ones to play I'd agree. Um, yeah, I, I just—it's it, a really unknown season. We 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 got glimpses of what Brentford can be, and we got uh, and we got glimpses of where they'll struggle as well last season. So it, Tony needs to be firing, yeah, because and, and heavily reliant on yeah. him. Yeah, and I think that's again, so you know, the signing of Lewis Potter's there to take a bit of the weight off. Off his shoulders, yeah. But again, he's he's only really had one full full season in the championship. Is he good enough for Premier League? Well, we'll see. I think he's 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 a he's a you know having spoken to him a couple of times. He's, he's a level headed mm. kid. Um, there's which which is a big thing. Yeah, I don't think it'll get to him. I don't think he'll be the big I am, um, which is an important thing. Personally, I would have maybe for his for his fo- footballing purposes, he maybe could have done with another season in the championship. Mm-hmm. However, for himself, great. It's a, it was when the a, opportunities it, there, you take it, don't you? It's a five, six year contract, five year contract, thirty grand plus the million pound signing on fee that he gets. Mm. He's, he set his family up for life. So that, as a whole, city fan, absolutely no bitterness from me. No. I just, I just, I'm not sure if he's only a small guy. 
So I don't know if he's physical, physically right, but I'm sure he'll prove me wrong. He's, he's a very quick player and mm. is an intelligent footballer. Um, he's definitely got a good finish on him. Yeah. So I, I fully expect him to, to, to get a few goals. I just don't know. It could be quite a long season for him. I think they'll. I think they'll have to rotate him at times. I don't expect him. You know, like, like I, I mean, I've, I'll, you know, contradict myself straight away. But is it is it to be a marquee sign? I don't want the pressure to. I don't want the Brentford fans to think he'll play every game just because he, he's their record signing. No, I think he'll need a bit of adjusting. You know, it's it's a big step up. Everyone, you know, we've just said that about all the promoted teams anyway. Let alone a kid who's played for a poor championship team last year. Good luck to him. Yeah. And I quite like Brentford. They've got a good, they seem like they've got a good ethos there as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they seem to be doing, just doing things the right way. Yeah. Yeah. And as we said, good manager at the uh, at the top there. And uh, I think uh, he's obviously recruiting a lot of his compatriots as well, which is uh, yeah, t- tends to be the case. So, yeah, if they get Damsgaard over the line, I think uh, they will stay up. Um, Dam's got where, where's where's he playing that Dam's Sampdoria got, Sampdoria yeah. he's a great signing if they really get him. good signing yeah he was really impressive at the Euros last year he was yeah yeah he was sort of one of the the shining lights wasn't he for it for certainly would fit, fill the void of Ericsson probably definitely yeah he's got a lot of quality so they could have we'll a, I, I mean was I mean, we were discussing before we came on air there's quite a, there's a big void in that like bottom ten of of quality, I think. Mm. They, I'm not sure where they'll... Uh, well, well, I've, I've gone, gone for 14th. You've gone 14th. I've gone 16th. I think they will stay up, but uh, I do think there are a couple of teams above them that are favoured. Well, I had them 15th. Okay. Um, but what made you some recent, recent tra- transfer activities oh, okay. <laughs> made me uh, doubt another team a bit. So... But we'll go there. Brentford fourteenth, Brentford sixteenth. So next, next on the list, mm. Brighton and Irv Albion. Okay. Obviously, an interesting one. In the term, in the sense that they can have games where they'll beat United four nil or whatever it was. Well, there was a few <laughs> of those teams, wasn't there, last season? <laughs> Watford. Um, <laughs> And then don't look like they could score for about three games. Yeah, goal scoring's been an issue for them, hasn't it? And I'm not sure they've resur- uh, sort of. Well, they've just signed the German forward Dennis Undav, who was in the Belgian top flight. He scored 25 goals last year. So, <laughs> you know, if you are looking for a bit of optimism, Brighton fans, then he might be the one to to provide it. So. They do need goals. They've they've lacked goals for a long time. They've always been well. They were criticised a lot towards the, well, the beginning of the last season because of the boring style of play. Yeah, it's very it's possession based, but it's without the exciting pace at the yeah. end. I, I don't know. They're just a bit of a. They're not a team I I particularly enjoy watching. But by their standards, it was a solid season last season. They're a very. Yeah, they're a tardy team. Very, mm. they're quite pleasing to watch if you like passing football. But to me, there's no real. I don't know. 
they're one of these teams that they sort of defy, they, they create loads and loads of the chances, but they just like I say, they could score loads one game, not not a lot the next. They're just a bit a bit hit and miss. Yeah, and they're just a, I'm not they don't do anything for me, De Brighton. Um, I think they've got a great manager in charge. He's he, yeah. He's created an ethos and a, mm. and a philosophy, a very which is great. But well-run club, but just they've got. There's not a player. There's not a player I can think of for Brighton that is exciting. Trossard, maybe. It's about as exciting as it gets. Isn't this it? is what I'm saying. They're very. By the way, it, it sounds like I'm having a real dig. I think they'll have a very competent season. Mm. I, mean, I think they'll be mid-table mediocrity because I just think the. You know their XG is so high normally that you know the law of averages will tell you that they will eventually score them. Yeah. Uh, so they will get results. Bazuma's a loss. It is, but he didn't feature last season, did he? So it's no. You know, off the off the back of last season, I think. Uh, you know, with 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 a couple of uh, signings, for, you know, forwards being brought in this season. I think they'll be yeah yeah. I, I've gone for twelfth anyway. It's it's to where I expect them to finish. Yeah, I've gone tenth, eleventh. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I, middle of the road team, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, there's, there'll be no great shakes. I, I, I just think whilst Graham Potter's still their manager, mm. where did you go? Sorry, twelfth. Twelfth, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, it's not without the realm of possibility that he would be snapped up by a different club or you know potentially England yeah absolutely um, yeah. I don't think that I don't think England are changing the mind anytime soon no but who knows what might happen yeah maybe after the World future. Cup <laughs> if it was a bad World Cup <laughs> uh, but no I, I, I just think yeah it, it, whilst he's there they'll always be safe it's one of those yeah. sort of predicaments for me steady Eddie yeah they've they've got a little bit of decent quality around the pitch yeah, very steady Eddie. Do nothing else to say really. I don't think they'll just they'll, they will get results against teams below them, mm. and they'll nick a good result every now and again off a big side. Yeah, quite as simple as that really. Not the most inspiring team. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, so after that is another big one. Then Chelsea. Okay. Well, I personally would be slightly concerned as a Chelsea fan going into the new season. With new ownership, I just expected much more from this transfer window. There's a lot still to come, though. Well, you know how you know we've been talking about this for weeks now, and uh, it seems to be one outcome. And Barcelona swoop in and hijack the transfer. So I just think our Barcelona doing that. By it's, the way. Uh, I, it's a jerk. I, there's so much going wrong with that club, but yeah. Anyway, that's, that's not the point. Another story. It's another story, another yeah. conversation for a different day. Um, I just think going in for... Sterling and Koulibaly over the line so far. Yeah, and look, they are two good signings, but I don't think... I think that speaks volumes on their aspirations and, and goals for the season because if I was Chelsea, I'd be going out and signing a, a number nine. You know, Sterling... Brings you goals. You say that, but they had a they had a perfect. Well, they had one of the world's best number nines in Lukaku. In Lukaku, yeah, and it didn't work. Yeah, so is that them trying to learn from the mistakes or possibly? But I just can't see anybody getting 
20 plus goals in that team this season not even Sterling I think Sterling's a great signing you're not so keen he's a good he's, he, I think he's a, I just think there's, you can't argue with his pedigree he scores goals every season if you like him or not that's fair enough but you, stats don't lie they don't lie in and 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 when I watch him play, I think he plays well. You know, it's not one of them where I'm just because sometimes I don't know. I think I, I think he, I think he, I think I like his pace, his movement. Couple that with you know the, the, a rotational front three of Mount Havertz and Sterling, they'll create a lot of chances. They will, uh, but they're going to be very reliant on him, and I worry about that because. He looks so good for Man City because of the quality around him. Yeah, and he, he Chelsea makes don't have that quality. He makes intelligent runs. If they can create the chances for him, which I, I think they created a lot. I think don't think it was that they didn't create chances last season. No, it wasn't. He arrives in the box at the right place at the right time. That's why he's got. You know, people say he's got a lot of tappings. Man City. Well, yeah, mm. but it's an art to score a tapping because you've got to make the right run at the right time. Yeah. Um, they have also looked really poor in pre-season, having watched a few games, notably the one against Arsenal, where yeah. they got turned over. And, uh, yeah, defensively look questionable. I think losing Rudiger is going to be and massive. And Christensen. Uh, but Rudiger, notably, I think he will prove pivotal in their solidity, or lack of solidity at the back next season. I mean, it's obviously, it all depends on, you know, if they get, Obviously, so there's still Cucurella, De Jong, Fafana, Dumfries, that they're all trying to get over the line. But as we alluded to again before we came on out, to Cucurella and Dumfries as wing-backs really make this team any better when you've already got Chilwell and James? Exactly. I, I don't think so, personally. It's just strength and depth, isn't it, more than anything? Yeah, which, fair enough. I mean, it certainly makes them... Like you say, strength in depth is important. Mm. Still got a solid midfield, but I'd be. But I just think. Why, why, so so why, why try and get De Jong? Yeah, I mean, is De Jong featuring in a, a midfield of Kante, Jorginho, and Mount Havertz? I, I don't think so. No, personally. And then, and then Fafana is the one they need to get over the line, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they need another centre back, in my opinion. Because so the in. Pre-season, that game you were talking about earlier, the Arsenal game, they tried playing a back four. Yeah, which never works for Chelsea. Um, And I don't know, you know, everyone tells me Koulibaly is a very good player. I can only say that, you know, I haven't watched a great deal of Napoli over the years, so I can't say anything too much there. No. Um, And I'm sure he is a very good defender, but... Even in a back three, playing with Silver and Azpilicueta, that's an ageing back three. And that's going to get exposed. I would expect, yeah, I would expect it to get exposed. I think Az, I think Azpilicueta has been dropping off personally for a, a long while. Mm. He's, he, he gets by because he has got, obviously, quality and it does show every now and again. But I would, expect, you know, if I was a team playing against Chelsea, I'd love to get, you know, right, get our pacey players on Azpilicueta. Let's... Try and you know stretch him. Yeah, uh, that they were they're gonna be in a top four battle, but I think well we've both got them down to finish fifth, mm. haven't we? Yeah, I think they'll just miss out. Uh, but but at the start of last season, a lot of people had them to win the title, and I don't think anyone in the country would expect Chelsea to be anywhere near the title this year. No, 
Definitely not. You know, they won the Champions League two seasons ago. Well, last the season before last. So, mm. you know, this is a team we should really be having a bit more confidence about. Yet, yeah, everything to me suggests that they're getting worse. Yeah. Um, look, Chelsea are a good team, but I just think the four teams that I predict to finish above them are just, I mean, especially the top two, they're just firing away. Yeah, in a different league, in my opinion, and I think, you know, we've already touched on our Arsenal. I just think Arsenal are better equipped to finish Champions League football next season in the top four. Yeah, they they, they look like they've got a, a better understanding amongst the team, the the way that the clubs run. You know, if you think you know, there's a, there's a lot behind the scenes that's still not ironed out in Chelsea. Yeah, it's um. Still troubling times. I know they've they've obviously had the new ownership, but um, they need to, yeah, they they really really need to to get that ethos back. And uh, I think you know when you look at Arsenal and Arteta and what he's achieved, I would fancy them ahead of of Chelsea next season. Yeah, Arsenal certainly seem to be working towards something, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Whereas, and they had a lot to play for even right up to the end last season. Whereas Chelsea, this could work for them or against them, really. They didn't really seem to be playing for enough. Well, apart from the cups. No, they got to two cup finals, didn't they? The, which they lost on penalties. The, 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 from from sort of February time. Once they got knocked out of the Champions League, basically, yeah. they had the FA Cup to play for. And the league was just this thing on like a side project because mm. they were more or less always going to finish third until they nearly didn't they yeah. finish fourth. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just a bit a stagnated team. They've clearly got an abundance of quality, but it's just so much quality in them top six teams, I think, that, yeah, if it, if it, I just think, I think Arsenal are a team with the momentum, and I think that's yeah. why I've gone Chelsea fifth. I think they're just... Especially with the signing of Jesus. I think if you take Jesus away from that, then, okay, we've got a different debate, but... I just think if you strip it down, the Chelsea team, there's not enough firepower going forward. They can get very exposed at the back. The only thing that I'd be really confident with is the midfield. And you look at the transfer rumours, they're trying to strengthen that for some reason. So we'll see. Not sure the recruitment's been as good as it could have been No, this season. No, I, I agree wholeheartedly there. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm not. I'm just not sure. I'm really just not sure about them. I, I like I say, Rudiger and Christensen gone's big. They've got rid of the only real number nine as such. Yeah. Uh, it it's a it's an odd one. Who will inevitably score twenty thirty? Yeah, and then you, next it, it just it's how you use them. I mean, sort of front that. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Broher could start playing a lot of games. Yeah, he could if he stays. But then there's always there's still them links with West Ham, aren't they? Yeah, you have got Conor Gallagher as well. Coming back, yeah. Um, they've got, yeah, they have got good players, but even Shalaber as well. Like that's another player that could have a big season. Yeah, you know, if he's if he steps up to the mark, he he could be good. Yeah, and it's if Chilwell stays fit all season as well. Yeah, him and James looked really good at one point, and then obviously he got uh, that big injury. Yeah, that was probably the, that was a turning point in their season, wasn't it? Yeah, um, it's just working out what the team's actually going to be and what formation they're going to play. Yeah. 
I fully expect them to go on another cup run next season, whether that be in the Champions League, whether that be FA Cup, League Cup, but I just think they'll miss out on, on top four next season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fifth, fifth it is. Yep. Palace then, next. Ooh. Okay. Palace have gone for... Uh, tenth. Okay, I've got eleventh for Palace. Um, really impressed with him last season. I think we we all said yeah as such at the end of the season. Um, yeah, you know, there's not a lot to add really for me. I think they they'll just carry on where they left off. Um, just a really solid team. Uh, you know, they've they've got players that are exciting. Elise as a Zaha, Edouard. <laughs> it's just attacking, just exciting attacking players. I, I just think they'll be really solid. And also signing um, Decora as well. I yeah. Think that's going to be a big signing. A really good signing for 13.5 million quid. Yeah, great signing. And then, and then Sam Johnston is a potential number one yeah. in goal. I just think they're just doing real good business and then, yeah, I think they just there's, again not not a great one to say about because I just think they were so good last year. They've only got they've only added in strength. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Conor Gallagher's going to be Conor Gallagher's a, a huge miss, loss. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right there. But they have added well, so you know. And Vieira's we've acknowledged that Vieira's done a good job. Um, Midfield instead of Gallagher, what Decore and. Hughes, MacArthur, Ryderveld. They've got options. They've got, exactly, they? they have got they've got they've got squad depth and, as well. And it's not it's not, you know, out of the question for them to sign someone else as well. No. But yeah, I mean Conor Gallagher sometimes played a bit higher up. Well they could play Eze, Elise and Zaha at the same time. Mm. I mean Eze missed quite a lot of the season last year. Yeah. And he's a he's a very exciting footballer to watch. Yeah, they've got good foundations in that team. I think there'll be a lot of young players that'll be looking at that squad um, and uh, wanting to join what they've what they've got. I think being in an, in you know London more or less and yeah, it's and having Vieira as a manager, if they need to set hand someone, it's quite an attractive club yeah, to go to. Without a doubt, thought. for sure. Um, but so yeah, I think just think more of the same. There's a lot. Of, Data, there's nothing about Palace that worries me, whereas all the teams that I've got below, yeah. there's a little bit about them that mm. uh, worries me. Yeah. So we'll move on from there, because I, honestly, I don't want to... Um, yeah, I've got nothing else to say really about no. Palace. So Everton. Oh, I've got a lot to say about Everton. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know, I'll, I'll start by saying I think, well, I've got Everton in 12th. Okay. And I've, the basis of that is... They, they did sign a few players in 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 January. You like to Deli Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. So I'm basing it on that he, you know, he's going to have a good season, which is obviously a big, big if. Yeah. Um, Tarkovsky's a good signing. They needed a defender. They got a good one there. Albeit, it is worrying that a team that nearly got relegated has signed two players that were relegated. <laughs> Um, but I quite like Dwight McNeil. It, they've not gone and signed because we've seen him in the past. They've had you know they've gone and signed some players that you really think wow they're amazing and it's made them worse because they've not got that sort of hunger really. Mm. Whereas 
it's just it's a modest squad. It's a bit like that Palace squad in my eyes. I'm basing this on absolutely nothing, but I have a bit of faith in Lampard that no one else does. Um, I don't think they've got any worse, and I still think there's teams below them that have. I'm going to disagree. I think they're they are in a worse position now than than what they were. And that's purely based on the sale of Richard. Oh, sorry, yeah, Richardson's gone. Yeah, I just think that's a massive, massive loss because he pulled them out of the mud towards the end of the season last season. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I'm completely wrong there. Yeah, Richardson going's huge. They're going to need to replace him. They're going to need more than Dwight McNeil to score 15 plus goals next season. And look, obviously Tarkowski was is a good signing. It's going to strengthen that really weak defence up. Yeah. But at the end of the day. I just think, yeah, that the sale of Richarlison will um, massively impact them. And it's troubling times, and I think that's just a result of years of, of mismanagement of the club and and also horrendous recruitment from managers and players. And, you know, it's, it is. I'd, I'd be worried as an Everton fan, but they will stay up. I think they will <laughs> stay up. If there's any positives to take, they will stay up. Calvert-Lewin, if he can stay fit this full yeah, that's, season, that's, that's a big, big one. one. Yeah, it is. And and then, you know, I think Anthony Gordon's a good player. Yeah, he, he, I, I think he's, like one, he's one to watch. From an Everton, Everton perspective, he's definitely yeah. one to watch. Um, he's, he, huge. He's, I mean, obviously, the, the expectation now is that he's he's going to have to have a huge, a huge season. Because, yeah. Because, like you say, Richardson has gone. But, you know, if if it's Gordon and Dwight McNeil either side of Calvert-Lewin with Decore behind Allen and Gomez or Allen and Davis, you know, and, and just... On paper, this team's not bad. It just no. doesn't seem to work together, no. as we saw last season. I just think, potentially, uh, uh, you know, 12th's not a great season. By You know, Everton, want, no. Ever, Everton as a club should be aiming for 7th, 6th. So I'm Absolutely. still saying they're underachieving. Mm. I just believe that there's some teams to be more worried about that, again, we ain't got to just yet. Yeah. Well, I've gone 13th for Everton. Yeah. So, I mean, like exactly. It's not like we're, we're miles apart on our valuations no. there. Um, yeah. It, it, like I said, big points there. I'll, you know, Anthony Gordon one to watch. Calvert-Lewin, does he stay fit? And the sign of the Tarkovsky to shore up the, the back for... Mm. or back five that's another one what he, what he chooses to play yeah and that's it can Frank Lampard you know prove the doubters wrong yeah so next is Fulham now we definitely 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 disagree on this one yeah we do we do what you, What have you gone for first then where do you think Fulham will I've gone just we'll finish up one below Everton in 13th okay um, why do you think that well um I just think they look a lot better than they did last time they came up. I think there's something about the way they played last season. They looked really, really, really impressive. Um, there's just something a bit... Don't get me wrong, I know them and Norwich are sort of... Bit, when, when the last time they two played, I don't know, because it seems to just keep going up and down <laughs> in opposite seasons. But yeah. it, sometimes you watch them in, in a championship when they've played, like I say, against, when they played against Hull City or whatever... And I didn't really have any confidence about them. But when they came um, last season, there was just something about them that felt very Premier League. Um, mm. Having just watched us play Everton in the 
in the FA Cup as well. Um, they, they just look very dangerous, and yes, they've got rid of um, Cavalier to Liverpool, but Harry Wilson's a very good player. You know, they've added Andreas Pereira from Man United, and uh, yeah, he's not Man United standard, but he's. I think he's he's the preseason man, isn't he? <laughs> I think he's all right. And, he's a good um, player. He is a good player. And you still got, you know, Decorva Reed, Caval Cavalier. I don't know. Well, they lost the talisman, didn't they? The Jean Michael Seri. Jean Michael. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> to whole city. Yeah. But Cabana, Cabana is the other one. He, he looks like he looks like a really good player on that day. And yeah, you know, Mitrovic bagged forty odd goals last season. Yeah. And you're going to say he's never done that in the Premier League. But obviously not many people, I don't think anyone ever has. No. But my argument is, you know, you never, well, he's, he, he scored, he has scored double figures in the Premier League before. People for, seem to forget that. And, um, you know, if he scored the most goals he's ever scored in the Championship, he's clearly full of confidence. Yeah. They've, they've got, that means that they've got a style and a, and a way of playing that suits Mitrovic, they get balls in the box because they've got wingers on the pitch. Um, so they will create chances for him. Um, and I just, I still think they've got quite a. You, you're going to bring up to me that the defense is a bit weak, mm. and that's fair. I but, just think they really need to strengthen up that centre back partnership. And look, we all know that centre backs are hard to come by in football nowadays. I think Tim Ream's better than you think, and I, I don't. God, this is hard for me to say. Adarabia. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, and then you've got... He, he, well. he, he played well, so... I I just think, personally... It's a big... Look, it's a big step up, but what you always... What, yeah. what we find every season is that one of the promoted teams does better than the rest. Mm-hmm. Happens every year. Yeah. And for me, it's almost all... It's almost never the champions because it's normally Fulham and Norwich to finish bottom, but I just think with Silver, with... The team that they had last season, the the way they sort of dominated last year. Well, they did. They brushed everybody aside last year, yeah. didn't they? I, 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 yeah, you know, it, I'll probably be proven wrong and they'll probably finish bottom. But I just think... I don't think they'll finish bottom. I think they'll finish second to bottom. Yeah. I think they're going down. You, you've got a fun to finish down team, which yeah. is fair enough. I mean, look... I, I just don't think they've got the quality to be able to stay in the league and... As, as I mentioned before, I just think the way that, you know, with the, the league getting more and more competitive, um, well, I'm, yeah, I just think uh, they're they're destined for the championship next season. Mm. I just don't think Mitrovic is going to get half the chances that he got in the championship, naturally, no, because of ultimately, the strength you know, of the defence. It's a very hard start. They've got Liverpool on Saturday. Yeah. But then they've got Wolves away in Brentford at home, which are potential big results mm-hmm. before Arsenal away but then Brighton um, so he first five games for me there's only two there that you would expect him to definitely get beaten um, so yeah I, I don't know it's I've, I'm taking a punt on him more okay. than having un, unraveled sort of love for him and belief for him yeah right so then we've got Leeds okay I've got these to go down I've got them just to stay up what, 17th? I've gone 17th, yeah. Um, for me, it just genuinely feels like a bit of a, a start over for Leeds, as Jesse Marsh ultimately was the you know, the hero that saved them in the end. 
And uh, I think a full season of Patrick Bamford, providing he can stay fit. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Providing he stays fit. For me, you've lost Rafinha, you've lost Calvin Phillips. You finished 17th last season, 16th last season, 15th? They just stayed up. 17th. Yeah, 17th, yeah. So yeah, look at the Rafinha thing. I think it's going to be a big loss naturally. You've, you've lost two of your best players. Well, two, your two best players, not two of your best. Two, mm. the two best. Yeah. And we got to remember Calvin Phillips didn't feature much last season. Um. Yeah, and that's why they struggled when he did play. They got results, but they still when, when, Yeah, but only because of the games he played in. But I'm 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 saying with Bamford and even you know uh, Joe Gelhart as well. I think they've, they've actually, if you look at some of the signings that they've made this year. They're, they've gone steady about the business. Look, by no means have they made up for the Rafinha loss. But they, I just they've think... signed two players from RB Salzburg. Yeah. A player from Bayern Munich, who, let's be honest, didn't play for Bayern Munich. A player from Man City who's never played for Man City. <laughs> Tyler Adams from Leipzig. He's I quite a good, like he's that. A good I quite player. Like that player. Yeah. And, and Sinistera had a great season last season. Feyenoord got to the conference league final. He was a big part of that team. So, look. Chris, come on. You know as well nah. as I do, the amount of flops from Holland when they come to the Premier League is un- unreal. Do hey, you remember Alfonso Alves, or whatever he's called <laughs> from Middlesbrough? He's got 40 odd goals for Heron Veen. <laughs> Icon. I just, I just, um well, Who else came from Feyenoord? Robin Van Persie. Yeah. Um, I think you're more likely to find an Alfonso Alves <laughs> than the, the Robin Van Persie. I look, look, you know, I'm. They've certainly splashed the cash if you look at how much money they've spent. Yeah. Look, I'd, again, I don't think they'll... I think it'll go right to the wire. I think they're... Um, they're my 18th. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not... I think they're the team that'll be in the scrap, but... Because it could be... Ultimately, they've got one of the best fan bases in the country, it pains me to say it. Yeah. Um, it'll be a daunting place to go, Helen Road, when the backs are up, sort of thing. And, you know, they have got your Bamfords. They have, you know, I'm not saying they're all bad signings, but I, I just think, you know, Rafini's such a huge loss. He was like, how many times did he get them out, out the mud last oh, season? Oh, he did, yeah. Quality player. But I just think that Leeds are the better organised, in my opinion, than they were this time last year. In the sense that, look, Bielsa Ball... Was great for the neutrals, but you clearly don't fancy him that much because you got him seventeen, thank you. Yeah, but I just think they, they still have the quality above um, the, the bottom three. You know, we've talked about Fulham, we've talked about Bournemouth. We'll come to the, the third, third one, but okay. I'm, I'm making a Premier League first, as we'll come to very soon. So, yeah, I think they'll just about stay up, and I do think I rate Jesse Marsh. I know a lot of Leeds fans are not convinced yet, but uh, I think he's a good manager and. You know he's made some good signings, and I think he's he's bringing that togetherness back. Oh yeah, um, that belief. Yeah, his, his motivational Ted Lasso speeches. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold, and I have to say it because you know, I've I've got no real hate for Leeds like some Wall City fans, but no, I just think I don't know. For me, if you lose your two best players, who all right, yeah. Like you say, Phillips didn't play a lot last season, but they didn't get points when he wasn't playing last season. They, they were... Uh... I agree. 
but they, and Bamford is injury prone, and they still haven't got like who's going to score if he don't play. And he's only ever really had one good season in his career in the Premier League. But we know what he's capable of. It is very dependent on whether he can stay fit. Hence why I say, if he does stay fit, I think he will be a key to their success in staying up. Hmm. Hmm. We'll leave it there on Leeds. Okay. Leicester. Leicester. Meh. No one signed so far. That's that's awful because he promised signings, didn't he? Rent Rogers. No one signed so far. Casper Spiegel this morning looks like he's on his way to Nice in yeah. France. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a shock. Huge loss considering that you already got rid of your third choice keeper in Jakubovic. Yeah. So that means you're definitely going to be after need to keep her. Yeah. Uh, like we've already mentioned, Fafana could be going to Chelsea. That'd be another big loss. Newcastle bid fifty million for James Madison. That'll have to be a tempting offer for them to take. Um, well, he he says that forty million covers only three quarters of his three quarters of his right leg. So we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think that's a fair valuation. Yeah, but then you then then as you know, we've said if if. If Madison, Fafana and Schmeichel go, Telemans will be knocking on the door, won't he? He'll be like, right, let me go to, you know, was it Arsenal or whoever was linked yeah, to yeah. earlier in the window? Well, there be plenty of better clubs yeah. that would have him, I'm sure. And, and then, then you really are worried. I, I'd come in this morning thinking 10th, I watched them obviously in pre-season against Hull City, admittedly pre-season and against Hull City. But once the A-listers were on, they just looked well-drilled, it looked a team that was used to each other, knew what they were doing. Um, which is one good thing about not signing players. It, it, mm-hmm. You know what you got, you know what you're getting. It's a well gelled team. Um, but if you lo- then turn around and lose four of your best players, or certainly three that definitely could be going. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they lose Madison, it's, and you, it an, aging, really an aging Vardy, yeah. who's been getting injuries the last couple of seasons. You've got players like Dewsbury Hall that he. He sort of love Jewsbury Hall. He's, he, I think he'll have a really good season this season. Love Jewsbury Hall, great player. Um, and obviously the reliability of Vardy. I know he's had a few injuries um, of late, but and we both like Dakar. Dakar, I like Iniesta as well. Look, they've got a lot of power going forward, but you take out Madison and you start to worry. Yeah, as a Leicester fan for sure. Yeah, because you often find that when he's in form, that's when their good results are. Mm. Yeah, I can't see them letting him go, but. Money talks. It does. It does. Um, I've got them down to finish 14th. Well, I had them 10th and dropped them down one, two, three, four. I've got them one below Brentford now in 15th. What did you say? 14th? 14th, yeah. I've Um, dropped them down that far because I think it's so late in the window now. So really, it's four places. So you've gone fifteenth, you say? Yeah. So I've got so four or five places worse off than last season, which I think is justified because other teams around them have strengthened. Yeah. If you lose your four best players and don't sign anyone, doing wrong. I'm sure if they was to sell them players, they're gonna have to sign players. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they they could go down. Let alone anything yeah. else. But it's late in the window, and then you've then instead of having preseason to gel them in, you're gelling them in in the first six games of the season. Yeah. So it's slowly they're slowly trickling away, and you know it's very demanding those first five six games of the season because you know if they do have a poor run of form, 
you know, Brendan Rodgers is by no means safe. No, but it's just a shame from the momentum they built from finishing fifth both back-to-back seasons, winning an, an FA, FA Cup. Cup. Yeah. Obviously, not so long ago, they won the Premier League. Yeah. It's a bit of a demise, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I know at the time, a lot of Leicester fans said they would rather win the FA Cup than finish fourth, but, and I would as a football fan, but you're now surely questioning that, because if they would have finished fourth, you, the, the strength you build into that Yeah, you, you team, attract better players, don't you, naturally? They wouldn't be in this mess. No. Or, I'd, well, I don't think they would be in this mess. So, it, it, I mean, it's not a mess yet, because no, le- no one's left as such, but the Schmeichel one definitely looks like going, and Does, yeah. he's such a good goalkeeper. I, I admittedly, he's, he tailed off last season, but oh, I don't know. He's safe hands, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, that would be a big loss. So and Madison even bigger. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see about Leicester. They're they're the the complete. I don't know. They're they're the one at the moment that we don't know about. I would say. No. It's time will tell. Yeah. The Liverpool next. Second, yeah, huge boost with Mo Salah staying on, especially with the loss of Mane. Yeah, that that for me, that's the that's the thing why I'm saying second, not top. Yeah, um, Mane. What we've said a few times, you know, Salah and Mane go in circles of form, and one out counterbalanced the other. If mm-hmm. one was out of form, the other one tend to be in form. Yeah, and when they were both in form, it was scary. Um, Huge loss, mm-hmm. albeit the San Nunes and yeah. Fabio Cavallo, which mm. we'll, we'll see if he's Premier League ready or not. Yeah, not, um, not entirely convinced on Darwin Nunes just yet, but he had a relatively decent game on Saturday, didn't he? Yeah, he got his goal. He got his goal, he won the penalty. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just the 100 million price tag that he's got over his head, which is going to have people on his back people on his back for sure but I'm no doubt that they'll be once again challenging right towards the end yeah. in pretty much every competition yeah yeah because other than that other than Mane going they've just trimmed the fat Origi's gone which is a yeah. bit of a loss but you've replaced Origi with Nunes haven't you as such exactly so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Minamino's gone it's just trimming the fat it is yeah um, so yeah I, I, Mane going's huge for me but like I said, I think Liverpool will be there or thereabouts in second place. They could win it quite easily. They're an unbelievable team. They'll yeah. probably get to another Champions League final because that's just the sort of team they are. Yeah. Nothing would surprise me about them at the moment. Whilst Klopp's there, they could do whatever they want, really. They'll be they'll win something again this year. Without a doubt. Even if it's only the League Cup, they will win something else this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd put my mortgage on it. Yeah, the quality and the depth is just phenomenal, really. I think the only the only thing I can say, um, it's the same for Man City, is that I think Nunes is a bit more of a number nine than, than a false than a false nine. Yeah, which just might tweak their style of play a little bit. Um, but you know, Diaz looks very well equipped to be a whipping ball <laughs> and Salah does, and Shot and you've still got you know. Trent and Robertson probably love to have a number nine in there to aim for, so shouldn't change too many things for them. Um, yeah, I just, I just there's nothing to say really other than the brilliant, and they'll be there or thereabouts. Yeah, providing they don't have any, you know, big big injuries. I think, 
you know, if they did happen to lose Fabinho and Van Dijk again, it's two players that cannot be replaced. Yeah. Um, whereas, and, and that's to be fair, that's the same with Salah. Um, yeah. They've got a lot of quality going forward, but he is um, a phenomenon. Yeah. Man City. Man City. Top. Yeah. We've both gone top. They just um... It's not really sticking our neck out on the line there, is it? <laughs> no, not really, no. Um But it's just that it's you know, I won't be again, wouldn't be surprised if they finished second and Liverpool won it. No, it's it's gonna be a two horse race once again for sure. Um they're an incredible team and I think with the signings that they've made in Haaland, Alvarez, Phillips, I just think they're uh, you know, what Pep's achieved in English football has been nothing short of sensational. I know we he gets a lot of stick for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, I've I've heard someone said to me the other day about him spending money. But, you Everyone know... spends money, don't they? Yeah. Look at United. Yeah. Look at the money United have spent in the last few years and don't tell me they haven't had good managers. It's just they are great managers. Like exactly. Pe- you, yeah, you're spending money wisely, aren't they? And yeah, for sure. No, I've, I've every bit of confidence that they'll they'll pick up their ninth league title this year. Only 11 off United City fans. <laughs> I'll tell you what, they could catch you soon though. Now it'll be now. Yeah, I'll be going into hiding in about 10, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, my only issue with them is style of play. I think that's why they've got rid of Sterling because they've got now they've got number nine. Yeah. The wingers will be asked to get the ball in the box a lot more. Um, and Sterling, like we said, alluded to, Sterling's one of those who rides at the far person and taps it in. Um, and runs up players a bit more. I think Grealish will have a better season. I think Grealish will get double figures assists this season. Yeah. Based on the fact he that has I think, to, doesn't he? Based on the fact that I think Haaland will get twenty goals this season. Yeah. Um he has to. It'd be interesting to see where this new Alvarez fits in. More rotational. Maybe. You know, yeah. if they were if they're challenging all four fronts like they're expected to, it's you know, you're looking between fifty and sixty football games this season. Yeah. So you know, when people said to me, why are they signing Phillips? Because he's not going to be in front of Rodri. Might not, but he'll still play 20, 30 games this season. Easily, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it was a signing they needed to make. I would have personally maybe gone for, you know, if you've got all the money in the world, I'd maybe gone for Declan Rice. Mm. But, yeah, Phillips is easier to get. Phillips has got a lot of energy. I won't, you know, it won't be adverse. I won't be... Invest the idea that he, he, you know, he'll play centre back at times, mm. like what might what he did what he did with Mascherano, uh, Barcelona. Yeah, he's more than capable of, of yeah. playing there. So I think Foden will just yeah. have a great season again. Yeah, I've, I don't get me wrong. I've got, I've yeah, Foden's brilliant, and De Bruyne, and well, Bernardo, yeah. <laughs> Mares. <laughs> it's like you start thinking, oh, they've, they've, you know, they've lost Jesus and Zinchenko <laughs> and Sterling, uh, but then you name all bags these others. And bags uh, of talent. Yeah, Phillips replaced Fernandinho, Haaland's, you know, replaced the problem. <laughs> yeah. And Sterling, I suppose. My my only issue with Man City, I don't know how, you know, this is a complete rumour that I've started myself, but it's interesting that, you know, they've left themselves a little bit short of full-back. Now, with Zinchenko gone, yeah. if if Walker or Cancelo get injured. Because mm. obviously they were after the Cucurella and it looks like it's more likely to go to Chelsea now. It's, it's, is it FFP that they're having to offload players before they sign players? Because they, they seem to have done Quite it possibly, yeah. in all, all scenarios. Uh, I don't think they would have... Volu- it, 
he seemed to really like Zinchenko. I don't think he would have voluntarily just got rid of him. But again, that, that might be one of those things. Jesus and Zinchenko might have said, look, we've, we've loved it here and we've won everything we wanted to win here. We want to play 38 games yeah, this season. and a bit of hand-in-hand hand between Pep and Arteta. Yeah. There could be a bit of that. So. Um, but yeah, it, you know, you'd be a brave man to bet against Man City or Liverpool this year. They haven't got sure. any weaknesses. No, so. no, no. Um, you can't. You know, even even in centre half, Stones, uh, they might get rid of Ake. That was the rumor, but the, the interest seems to have cooled there. Yeah, well, based it's on his performance a, on, but Saturday, it's not a loss anyway, is it? If Ake goes, not at all. No, his fourth choice and his average footballer. Is, is, yeah. To be quite honest, he's still still living really. That was that was a big that was a big money signing that wasn't it yeah. as well. So it's uh, that's one of those that I've never understood. But no. but there you go. Here's one I'm excited to talk about. United. I'm glad you're excited. Sixth. You've gone sixth. sixth. I've gone sixth. I'm yeah. a lot happier about them finishing sixth than you are. Yeah. Well, this is the expectation. I, th- I think they will be a lot better. Yeah. But because of lowered expectations. Uh, Whereas we were sitting here this well, time last year and we were expecting them to push on for I think, a title race. I think they'll look a bit more dangerous in... Cup competitions. <laughs> what, I think Europa, Europa League. <laughs> I, th- I think you'll look better the fact that Ronaldo won't play a lot. I think having a, a, a style that'll be more suited to your wingers will be miles more beneficial for your Rashfords and Sanchos, mm-hmm. and they're your future, your team and club. So that could be important. I'm quite intrigued to see what Tony Martial does. Me too. He seems to be playing a bit in. You know, he's been he's, firing in pre-season. And he's always had the potential, so that's an interesting one. I'm, I'm in, also intrigued to see if Van der Beek gets a go. Mm-hmm. Now he's got you know, the manager that gave him all that. Yeah, had the faith in him initially, wasn't he? So Yeah. Christian Eriksen's always been one of my favourite players to watch since he broke broke into Tottenham's team all those years ago. So, And if you just look at the players out, Cavani, Mata, Pogba, Lingard... Um, Matic, Pereira. There's a lot of dead wood that's gone. Mm. Um, yeah, Lissandro Martinez in. Yeah, what I like about Lissandro Martinez is that he's versatile in the sense that he can not only play as a centre half, he's he can push further forward as well. So he can be more of a more of a six, more of a holding midfielder. So do, do you think that's where they'll go? I feel like they will because is he still Maguire's still captain? Maguire's still captain. Which um, I, in the minority of Man United fans, I, I back that. Um, I think by stripping his captaincy, you just, you know, a man who's got very little confidence at the moment after the back of last season, uh, you're basically just kicking him whilst he's down. Yeah, and he's a top player. He's a top player, and I'm not being, you know, I'm not being funny, but in the system that was created with United last season, it didn't suit. The defenders, no. full stop. Never mind, just Maguire. Maguire, unfortunately for him, he was the one that was exposed. But you look at likes of Varane, yeah. world class centre back. Even he was exposed in that yeah. that setup. So, look, he's got a lot to improve on, but I think he will be better this season. In in that in that sense, where who would Martinez play in front of? Um, so I, I think he. Well, from his Ajax um, formation, he played a four-three-three, so he didn't really play a traditional six. But I think he's got the capability, Martinez, because he's he, 
you know, he chips in with a few goals yeah. here and there as well. So he could play as a as a defensive option in a three and rotate between Fred. Um, obviously, you've got Bruno in there. Is it Bruno or Eriksson as well? Bruno. I still think Bruno gets in above Eriksson. So I think You're Eriksson, not sure, I are think, you? I think yeah. Eriksson's better than Bruno, yeah. Do you? I think... Based on last season? No, based on career. I think Eriksson's one of the more underrated players of the last decade, really. I mean, he's definitely an upgrade on Juan Mata. Yeah. Um, I think he's a... I just think he's a brilliant footballer. He's a brilliant footballer, yeah. Um, and consistent... It'd be nice to see more of him. It, consistent, more. He's got a, sh- a stronger mentality than Fernandez. Bruno, mm. don't. Yeah, like, I agree with that. I agree. I might be proven wrong with a new manager and mm. what if they start winning games. But if if things get tough, I feel like Ericsson's more calm and level-headed. And yeah, he's not got the petulance. Has yeah, he? not petulant. That's the mm. word. Yeah, he's yeah. not petulant. Yeah, I think. Um, look. <sighs> I have lowered my expectations, as many Man United fans have. And what I'm excited to see is, as you mentioned earlier, about the, the wingers and the likes of Rashford and Sancho. I think they will massively, massively benefit without the involvement of Ronaldo. Yeah. Now, the Ronaldo situation is is a whole other entity, and I don't want to talk too much about it. But he negatively impacted the team last season. There's no doubt about that. We've yeah. already discussed that. He's obviously chipped in individually, but it's a team game and he's got to yeah. appreciate that. Now, does he want to be there? I don't Not think he does. does. No, I don't think he does. I think he tried to force a way out and ultimately... No one wants him. Nobody wants him because of his wages and his age, ultimately. Look, we know what he's capable of. He still scored a phenomenal amount of goals last season. Yeah. But um, he's, you know, look, he's a legend. He's, he's, a, he's one of the greats, in my opinion, is the great. But I just think that he's still got to recognise that he's a part of this squad, he's a part of the team. Yeah. Um, and he, he's got to push his ego aside. And he's got to really, really... If he's going to stay at Man United, he's got to be part of this team. And he can't be leaving at half-time. And, and, albeit it was a pre-season friendly on Sunday. Yeah. But the fact that he left... Did some of the players leave as well, or was it just him? Uh, apparently I think De Gea went as well but obviously the focus isn't on De Gea Gea, is it so yeah there obviously is that but I don't know I don't know it's it's a weird one really because if you'd asked me at the end of the season and Ronaldo seems to be very much I'm here to stay then I've been yeah all for it but with everything that's gone on I just think does he really want to be there and um, you know there's no one player bigger than the club so moving forward and especially in the rebuild that we're in yeah I think we actually could benefit more without him. He wouldn't be happy with Sick, would he? No, he wouldn't. But that's what it is now. Yeah. And if he doesn't accept that, then he shouldn't be at the club. Simple he's, as that. For me as well, like, the only other club that seems to be uh, an option for him is Atletico Madrid. Which you can... That's a sad way of moving it. Do you think? I think Atletico are in a better position than us, to be fair. He gets to play Champions League football, I suppose. That, that, obviously, that's the benefit, isn't it? Um, obviously Atletico aren't going to be challenging for league titles but neither are United so yeah. it's uh, it's one of those where if he wants to continue his legacy in the, the Champions League breaking those records or maintaining those records then yeah he needs to leave the club but if his heart is with Man United then look he's um, 
I would I, look. I would like to. I would like to see him contribute, but I struggle to see him contributing on a team. There's um, stills the other day when Ten Hag was talking to him, and his hands, his head is in his hands. Mm. Were quite damning, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know, and that's not good for the kids, is it? It's not good, good no. for the, the younger players in that team. Seeing that, you know, he's he was brought in to be a role model. Yeah, yeah. you know, he wasn't bought in for you know future seasons. It was a role model and to and set a good I, example. I don't think he's helped in any way. What? I don't think he's outside he's looking set in. a good example from his petulance and you know pulling out of games, you know, hours before. Yeah, it's not good. It's no. not good. Um, you know, we've just got rid of Paul Pogba, which is a massive, massive bit of business. Um, and as you mentioned there, Deadwood as well. So we'll have to see. Look, I think six is realistic because I think there are five better teams than Man United in the league. So um, if we can go on a decent cup run, and uh, look, it's, it's you've got you've just it's got a beautiful a, thing to see a Man yeah. United fan just. So happy with yeah, <laughs> but you've got to be realistic. I'm sick for the cup run. Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'll make that abundantly clear. But it's like that's that that's where we are right now. Look, obviously Europa League, yeah. I think personally is our um, best you know, gateway yeah. to Champions League football next season. So we're more than capable of winning that competition. So let's see, let's see what happens. All right, on to Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, thank God. Um, for that. <laughs> Newcastle, I've got in eighth. I've gone for Newcastle to finish in seventh. I think they're ready to take the next step and will achieve European football next season. Well, season after. Um, yeah, they'll be there or thereabouts. Like yeah. I said uh, earlier on, I think they're in a chasing pack of of four teams, really. Um, Nick Pope's great signing. Getting target on permanent's great. Sven Botman looks like a good signing. Yeah, brilliant signing. If they sign um, Madison as well, that's going to... Really yeah, and, yeah I expect a couple more deals to go before the end. Yeah, um, yeah I just think they're very well equipped. Um, Callum Wilson, if he stays fit. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a big if. They probably could do with another striker, I would say. Yeah, because St. Max is, is quite injury prone as well. And I'm also not convinced on his final product either. No. I've got him in my fantasy team. Have you? Mm. They've yeah. got quite a good start, I think, of Newcastle. Mm. Yeah, yeah the, the, look, uh, Bruno Grimaldi. Oh, what a, yeah, brilliant Joe, season! Joe Linton looked like a different player, <laughs> um, and they're, and they're just solid at the back now, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah I, I quite, I quite like Newcastle. I think yeah. seventh or eighth easily. I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, for the first time for many Newcastle fans, they won't be expecting a relegation battle. No, but they will be aware to the fact that they've still got a lot to do finishing the top six. Yeah, and obviously the money... Yeah, I think they'll just they be happy with anything. You know, again, no one would be surprised with a League Cup or an FA Cup. Eddie Howe did wonders last year oh, as well. He's brilliant. He's a great manager. Again, another potential candidate for a future England yeah. boss as if well. If he carries on with this, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but uh, seventh, eighth, I think, is um, a respective finish. Yeah, um, yeah Forest. Hmm... Yeah, so I'm making a bold statement as the Premier League first of the three promoted clubs all to go down. I don't see how Forest stay up, personally. Has that never happened before? Um, no. We might have to pull up the, uh, the archives, I don't, I don't, but I don't, I, I don't remember it happening before, I anyway. I think it has. So, I can't remember, yeah, I can't remember it happening. 
I'm going 17th. So you think they'll just stay up? Yeah, I think... Um, so we've had a swap on Leeds and Forest, really, haven't we? Yeah. Um, okay. I think... What do you see in Forest that you don't see in Leeds? Um, momentum. Okay. Uh, a little bit of, like, that narrative. You know, we, it, it's hard to sort of quantify sometimes, but you just get those teams that come up and they've got the bounce and they've got that, you know, it's a big club back in the big time and, mm. you know, the city ground will be buzzing, won't it? They were oh, bouncing. Yeah. Nostalgia. And, um, you know, they have got a good team and they have got good young players. They've signed... They've signed some really good players. They've signed some really good players. You know, yeah. we, you know, it's up to the public what they think of Jesse Lingard, but I think that's a good signing. We saw it at West Ham the other year. Toffolo and O'Brien from Huddersfield, very good signings. Williams from Liverpool. Yeah, brilliant. Um, Darius... Hen- sorry, Darius Henderson. They're Dean Henderson in goal. Yeah, because they've signed Hennessy as well, haven't they? As so a backup. Yeah, because Bryce yeah. Samba went. So yeah, um, Hennessy must be getting on now, mustn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's just like a couple from overseas. Uh, um, that Nia Carter is apparently uh, supposedly a good good yeah. player from from the Bundesliga. And that, so uh, the lad they got from yeah Union Berlin and uh, Bianca from Troy as well. From again, I'm only going off what I've listened to of a journalist saying mm. of a pundits. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of players, though, isn't it? A lot of players, yeah. That's high the issue. That's, that's and, the and, issue. And, and again, you know, they've lost the number one from last year. I think they've bettered that. Lewis Grabham was the one that shocked me that he got released. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't think they signed Keenan. Uh, Keenan Davis was on loan last year as well. So, uh, you know, Figueroa played centre half last year. He's going to join Old City. Mm-hmm. You know, they've they've they have lost players, and it is a high turnover, and that you know that can go one or two ways. But you know, if you're looking at the squad, I think it's it well, it's far better than Bournemouth. Um, Without a doubt, I think it's got more exciting players than Leeds. Um, so yeah, you know, again, big pressure on players like Brennan Johnson this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like obviously, like Jed Spence was big from him last year. Yeah, he was big. Yeah. Nico Williams is a good replacement. So look, I, you know, by no means am I saying they're gonna. Be amazing. No. I've gone seventeenth, but I, I've, I think there's something about them that you think they'll stay up. Yeah, momentum basically, and just that thing of yeah. I, I just I just fancy them. I think there's it'll be close. I, I, I'm, yeah, it will. Yeah, I won't yeah, be putting too much to choose between. Be putting loads of money on it, but uh, yeah, I think that, I think they will stay up. And mm-hmm. yeah, between them and Leeds, I think you're going possibly right down to the wire. So yeah, I agree. We'll have a look at that one. Southampton next. I've got them to go down. That's my. It's a bold, bold claim. That's probably my boldest of the statements that I've got this season. Mm. Um, based on that, they've been poor for. Well, they were poor last season. Um, I, there's always one that will surprise you when they go down. Yeah. Um, they just seem to have hung on for a long time, and you know, I, I mean, I made my decision quite a long time ago when I saw Ward Prowse was linked with West Ham. Nothing, nothing's materialised of that, but you're heavily reliant on his set pieces. You know, drag you out the mud a, a lot. Um, that losing Broha, um, yeah, was a big one for me. I know they've signed Ariba, 
Um, and I think he's a good player. He's a good player. Uh, but Livermento misses the first part of the season, doesn't he, I think? Because he did an ACL, didn't he? Then lost his arm, something like that. So, look, again, uh, they'll, it'll be, they won't be long relegated. Um, as in, like, I think they'll be in a battle all the way to the end of the season. Mm. I think it'll be a big relegation battle this year. I think there's some really, you know, poor teams down there. Well, not poor teams, but just weaker teams than they were last year. And, you know, losing your guy who got you a few goals last year in, in Broha, you're relying on Che Adams there quite a bit, I think. Yeah, which I still think Che Adams, you know, he's, uh, he's still a, a, a good striker. He will chip in with... With, with quite a few goals next season. Again, he's not going to set the league alight, but uh, he is Mr. Reliable in front of goal. I don't think they'll set... Again, I, I've, I've gone for a much higher position, actually. What have you gone for? I, I do think they'll finish middle of the road. I think they'll finish 10th. Southampton's uh, 10th? Mm. On the basis of... I think they'll have a... I, th- I do think they'll have a tough start. Um, and I think... Hassan who could be gone before Christmas, but I think that they just need something a bit of an injection in there of new idea. I don't think it's a bad squad. So you're going tenth off the fact that they'll start poor, yeah. look in trouble, sack yeah. the manager, and then get a, a good a manager. Around. Yeah. So who's the good manager going to be? Oh, it'll be Sam Allardyce. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be, be Frank Lampard ga- when it comes well, when he gets sacked yeah. from Everton. You're taking a gamble there. Though. It I, is a gamble, but I just think they're still they're always there or thereabouts. I mean. They were, on, they were on holiday, weren't they, towards the end of last season? Um, but they, all, they they seem to throw up a few surprise results. Um, you know, I mean, they've, they've, had, they've had a relatively decent pre-season. They've put together some all right results. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think there'll be just not too much to speak about next season. No. Um, but I don't think they'll Not too much to speak about. You've got 10th. That's a huge... That'd be... Mm. That'd be a big step up from 16th or wherever they finished last season. 15th. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm not sold by it. No. But, well, yeah, I'm obviously not sold by it. I've gone for him to go down. But there you go. Tottenham Hotspur. I've gone third. You've gone third. We're both impressed. Yeah, very impressed. I think the signings have made this this window have been nothing short of brilliant. And they've got a great manager. There in Conte, who is a serial winner, and he's well for me. Rode the wave, hasn't he? Yeah, for me, what um, is exciting is for if you're a Tottenham fan, is that uh, they're signing players in places that they're already strong because mm. they already had a good squad, yeah, and they've just added depth. You know, attacking options now. You've got. Son, Kane, Kulicheski, Richarlison, Lucas, um, and Perisic. You know, there's been points in preseason where they've played Lucas right wing back, Perisic left wing back, and mm-hmm. then you have got three forwards there as well. Um, Benson, Cobb, Bazuma, Hoiberg, uh, Skip as four midfield central midfielder options, and any potentially the weakness would be in the back three. But you've I really like Romero. Yeah. And then you've got Longley at the sand, Ben Davies, Sanchez, Eric Dyer, you know, so solid in every position, and it'll make them be able to compete on all four competitions. 
And, and for once, you know, Harry Kane ain't going to have to play every game. No, no, that's a good point. Which is massive. So, Yeah, I, th- I think um, that you've, you've got to have a lot of optimism if you're a Spurs fan this year. Yeah, I, in, in fact, I think they could be a dark horse to potentially even break that top two. If things go right, if things go right, we'll we'll see. I still think they're a level below, uh, a couple of levels below um, Liverpool and, and City. But yeah, it's just uh, I think with Spurs, there's always a bit of optimism there, isn't there? Yeah. Because there's that you know there's that that term thrown around Spurs. You know the Spurs deal. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely there's definitely always optimism there, and I just think. Um, this time it's not tinted with delusion. Yeah, I think there is warranted optimism there. Yeah, um, definitely. So, and they're actually they're actually now starting to behave like a big club. I wouldn't put them as a big club, um, generally speaking, but they're they're going about the business like a big club. Yeah, definitely. Uh, in the way I, that they're structuring I, their their team. I really like Jed Spence as well. Though. Yeah, I, I think, think that's a good be, signing. He could be really good. He was really good to watch last year. Yeah. Um, right, West Ham. I've gone seventh. Uh, West Ham. Well, I've gone eighth. So we've um, we've gone. Um, you we've gone uh, turn. Uh, well, you've gone yeah seventh for West Ham and eighth for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. And you've gone the other way around. Other way around. Yeah. So yeah, I, just, I think West Ham are you know they were solid. Scamacher is a good signing, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, Scamacher, or whatever. Yeah. Big front. Yeah. yeah. Um, they've only lost. Yeah, Malenka really featured. Noble played every now and again, but mm. no, I just think they kept Rice, kept Rice, which is probably huge. Still got Bowen, still got Antonio, still got the crooks of the squad that got them to seventh last year. They might be a little bit short. I don't think they'll be challenging for sixth like they were last year because I think United are better, uh, and it, it will be a tussle between them and Palace and Villa. Might, um, but, yeah. But I think, I just think they were going to have a good side. And, and uh, you know, they might not get to, <laughs> it might not be the semi-final of Europe this year, so they might be have more eggs in one basket. I don't know. Mm. Well, conference league. Conference league. It depends how serious to take that. That's I think they true, will. Yeah. I think they will because it's West, it's West Ham, it's still European football yeah, for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they're a good team. I think there's no doubt that they'll be the top half. No. In my eyes. You watch the finished real light down, but I just just can't see. Everything. I just think they've got real good quality across the board. They have, yeah. And there's still some signings to come, I think. Um, Wolves, then last team. Hmm. Wolves, yeah. Um, I mean, they were on free fall towards the end of last season. They're almost sort of making a surge, weren't they? Uh, and then they just fell off. I think they'll be fifteenth. I've gone sixteenth. Um, few reasons really. What's your reasons? Um, lowest scorers in the division last year. Mm. I think top scorer was Jimenez with six, and he's injured to start with. Um, they've got rid of the rubber striker in Fabio Silva, who didn't score at all last season. Yeah, so, <laughs> not a bad reason to get rid of him, but no one to replace him. Um, just well, very very. Poor team. They could be in some trouble. They, They've they only could. signed Nathan Collins from Burnley. Good signing, albeit. But it's what it's only one major signing, isn't it? So based on who essentially replaces Sice. Yeah, based on that horrific 
end to the season, it's uh, you can't be that optimistic. And no, there's a, there's a, there's a there's a a sense that they might go back to a four four two as well, which gets rid of the defensive strength that they had, mm. which just worries me a little bit. But hear her, yeah. I still think they'll have a little bit too much to go down, but it'll be a long season for Wolves. Yeah, real long season. I think they they could really they could really struggle. Mm. They could really really struggle. Well, just like Leeds in the sense of Bamford, I think if Wolves keep Pedro Neto fit, that again will be yeah. a big key to 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 their success. And uh, yeah, I think fifteenth, sixteenth is uh, is respective. Of, of what their quality is. Right, well, there you go. That's our that's our Premier League predictions. It's gone on quite well. <laughs> I hope you're still with us, listeners. Uh, yeah, so I've got Man City third, Liverpool second, Spurs third, Arsenal fourth, Chelsea fifth, United sixth, West Ham, Newcastle, Villa, Palace, Brighton, Everton, Fulham, Brentford, Leicester, Wolves, Forest, Leeds, Southampton and Bournemouth. And I'm going to make a late substitution. Oh. I'm going to swap Leicester with Southampton. So you're on Leicester 10th. Southampton 14th. Oh, that's a big change. Yeah, it's a big change. Yeah. The debate changed your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. So then you've got Man City, Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, United, same as me. Then Newcastle, West Ham, Villa, so- uh, Leicester, sorry, not Southampton. Then Palace, Brighton, Everton, Southampton, Wolves, Brentford, Leeds, Forest, Fulham, Bournemouth. Yep. Big shout. It is. Yeah, there's some, some bold... Bold calls in there. I think towards the top, well, we've both got the same first to yeah. sixth, haven't we? So um, we'll, we'll we'll see. Time will tell. Right then, quick quickly before we go, because this, if anyone's still listening at this point, be amazed. <laughs> right. Um, so top goal scorer, we've both gone Harry Kane. Yep. Based on the fact that we both think Tottenham are going to have a really good year, and also because of the strength and depth that Spurs have got now. Yeah, um, they can rotate and he'll be fresh. He'll be fresh. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's just proven in that. Mm-hmm. Um, player of the season, I've gone De Bruyne just based on the fact I think City will win it, and he's just one of the best players in the league, if not the best. Yeah, um, I've gone Salah. Again, we're not making any bold shouts there, are we? <laughs> no, but, not really. Uh, I think he uh, he will be up there with the yeah. top goal scorers, and um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We've both agreed on one to watch in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, if he, especially if he gets 20 goals, Arsenal finish top four. Definitely. Uh, definitely one to watch. Um, flop of the season. You've gone Sterling. I have gone Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, I'm not Sterling's biggest fan, but I just feel like he's now come out of his comfort zone at City. What's, a, what's flop for him then? Uh, flop, I think, is less than 15 goals. Right. Mm, fair. I've gone Koulibaly. I think Chelsea not finishing the top four is huge. Mm. Um, they're pinning a lot of herps on him. And if, if, if they don't sign Fafana, this is all based on ifs. Yeah. But, so um, we've gone Chelsea to flop. <laughs> yeah, we've gone Chelsea to flop, really. I think it, if it's him, Silver, and Azpilicueta, he yeah. won't be the saviour to that. No, I agree. Um, but again, like I say, I ain't watched a lot of him, so I could be very, very wrong on that one. Manager to be sacked. I'm going Hassan Hootle. Mm. You're going Lampard. I'm going Lampard, yeah. I just think they're in a worse position yeah. than they were this time. Yeah, and I'm doubling down on the fact that I think Southampton will struggle. <laughs> Could be completely wrong, couldn't I? But, I, well, they've got spares at the weekend. and 
I like Hassan Hula. I think he's a good manager. Mm. But has he got the quality? Limited it. We'll see. Well, Limited it, Southampton. Most definitely. Yeah. Right. And well, before we go, um, our predictions are back. Mm. We're doing fantasy football as well this year, but we'll we'll go into that next week. Um, predictions this week. I think I was going to go spares, but George not being here, he, we've texted him and he's said spares. So I'm gonna have to change my mind. <laughs> You're going United. I am going United to beat Brighton. Yeah, it's beat Brighton. Um, Purely based off the fact that Man United always starts strong. And that's going to come back to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm struggling now. So, Are you not dipping into the championship? Well, I might have to on, on the... On the um... That's usually your go-to. Yeah, because I can't, I can't pick Man City to pick West Ham or... No. Uh, George has done me over. Um... I'll go for Middlesbrough to win away at QPR. Ooh. I like Middlesbrough. I think Middlesbrough will go up. Um, they'll get a win on the board there, I think. That's what I'm going for. Right, so we'll Good sign stuff. out there. An hour and 40 minutes. Hope you're still listening. They will get better this and shorter as the season goes <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week to, to review sort of the first weekend of Premier League action. Look forward to um, it. See how many of our sort of prediction start off well <laughs> it's been good to be back I hope you've enjoyed listening um, yeah see you next week onwards and upwards see you next week bye bye